The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I am Ben. I'm an evil gay biker man <laughs> with a radioactive hands. That's li- and stomach. Really uncomfortable. He has that tracked thing. Yeah. No, I have that track. <laughs> you can't see, oh, but I have, I have I have a window into my glowing organs in my thoracic cavity where my intestines are. Oddly enough, I have to say, a window into my glowing organs is my favorite Decemberists <laughs> album. It's just really solid. They did a lot of really good. Uh, song. Yeah, it was a concept I was, album I was as well. the inspiration for that, actually. That's pretty cool. How long have you had that for? I don't, um, you know, we're going to watch a film that might tell you. I don't want to <laughs> give away all my secrets just now. The secrets that I definitely know. Is it possible, nay, probable, that you do not have the information at hand? And no, I definitely do have the information. I'm just checking to make sure you have the information. I had, I had almost forgotten that we had literally Google image searched action man dr x yeah no i'm not just making this up this is all stuff i'm literally listing all the information i have on action man i asked i don't usually ask this and i think it's because i I wanted to anticipate kind of the level of depth that your introduction would (laughs) entail i asked if you had done any research or homework which was odd because you a never never asked that and b i we never do research no, neither of us. We do very little in the way no. of research. Um, Action Man. The movie we're watching is Action Man X Force the movie, or Action Man the movie, depending on what part of the country or world you're living in. Probably not America. I don't think it was released over here. No, I've never heard of this. But we'll be watching it on the YouTube's. Oh, Why? fine. Yeah, because this is just where old toyetic movies go get to dumped. die. Yeah, it's where they go to die. <laughs> um, I had. Uh, I, I'm pretty confident. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I had a few Action Mans. I had at mm-hmm. least. Three. I had my super articulate one that, as I mentioned before, my dad um, destroyed. Destroyed. I had my not very articulate one that my dad bought to replace the one that he lost destroyed, slash yeah. destroyed. And then I had I had a Doctor X that I'm really- Doctor X. That's my name. <laughs> I was thinking Professor X at first, but I was like, no, that's Patrick Stewart. Yeah, that's an entirely. Do you think Professor person. X goes and gets his doctorate and then he becomes Doctor X? Are you are you suggesting that the X Men universe and the are one and the, the X Men yeah. universe? There's 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 overlap. I was in Fry's earlier today because I was looking for another cable for this microphone so I can use it while I'm streaming in the front room. And funnily enough, getting a mini USB cable in the year of our Lord's 2018 very difficult hmm. to do. But dot dot dot. I did see a box set in the Blu-ray DVD section that was just Marvel Heroes. And this set contains... Oh. It contains oh. the, f- the first three X-Men movies. Okay. Daredevil. Okay. Um, Elektra. Okay. And the two Fantastic Four movies. Okay. The first two Fantastic Four movies. That, I imagine some grandma getting that and being like, my grandson loves those Marvel movies. He's going to be so excited. <laughs> he, he loves oh, he, he loves his Superman and his G.I. <laughs> Joe's. He's, gonna, he's just going to go apeshit with his little box of joy. Like, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> My grandson, Caden, he just loves this stuff. He He's a big old... He loves his Transformers. And, <laughs> and he's, uh, he's he likes... Uh, Descendants. Descendants. <laughs> he loves Deadpool. 
<laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. Uh, I feel like I was shifting towards Jimmy Stewart at the end there. I, I, don't, I don't have your Deadpool here. <laughs> I've never heard you give me Stuart <laughs> I did I, I did um, god this was a couple of years ago but I did like what if they'd cast Jimmy Stewart instead of Patrick Stewart oh my goodness no that's the oh, best I don't, I don't have your Latin I'm here it, it, it's, it's in Worf's house from Troy's house like that was that was just the bit this is perfect it's like he's here in the room with us which is appropriate because <laughs> we are recording on All Saints Day this is true yeah um, I think it's interesting that we have Jimmy Stewart here but not Derek Jacoby. I think he had to go back to England. Yeah. Well, so I he... mean, Derek Jacoby's alive, yeah. so it's kind of hard for him to be a ghost. Yeah, I mean, not... So once you've been knighted, actually, you, can, oh. you kind of got free reign I was to wondering do... what, like, the perks to knighthood were, other than, like, one time a t- sword gently tapped me. What? <laughs> the queen touched me with a sword and I did not die, so... <laughs> um, I mean, did you not think it was weird how last week he just kind of, like, Derek Jacoby phased through the wall well, and said, I thought maybe... I can't was... do the voice, obviously, but like, I'm I'm De- I'm Derek Jacoby. Oh and yeah, then it was faced... a lot like that. But yeah. you can't do it like Derek. Does. No, like, he's 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 really his own man, and um, I mean it's a testament to his acting ability that he does not sound like that. I when thought he's he was. That was just part of being a really good actor is that you can just act through walls. Act through walls. Yeah, the fourth wall one, right? So, yes, but, exactly. But also, that's this is a bad bit, and we should probably. No, I love this. <laughs> As a continuation of last week's yeah visit from it encourages Sir our Derek. listeners to follow along and look for the clues. <laughs> How oh that's a good point actually. Obviously you're in charge of submissions from people who have completed the ARG and it's yeah. an ongoing ARG. Have people have, do we have much in the inbox from from that? Um, not a lot. I think we it's too difficult for most people, and people are put off by how hidden these clues are. Because this is episode, what, 28? 28. I'm going to throw, throw an idea here. I think we should retire the ARG. Now, Aww. first, before you react, I want okay. hear, hear me out. We've been doing it for nearly a year. We've had, by your admission, no emails. I mean, we haven't even had, like, someone tweet Epsilon 7 at us yeah. yet, right? I mean, that's And that like, was really easy. Like, yeah, that's, that's like an early one yeah. as well, like... I feel bad because there's like a team of web developers in India that we've got to call and tell them how, to shut it yeah, off. Yeah, how do we how do we tell them that this is know, it? Like, we'll figure it out. I think we just tried to do too much too soon. Yeah, this is a really ambitious project, so yeah, it's, maybe we'll try again in a couple years when we have smarter people listening. Yeah, it's. I mean, no disrespect to you, Jeremy, but it's. We you gave know, you all the clues, Jeremy. <laughs> you could have saved her. We did. <laughs> Yeah, but that didn't happen. So I mean, that's on on Jeremy, really, yeah. for not not figuring. But it's fine. We'll we'll do something else fun and interactive. Yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of on the Patreon, we will be taking questions very soon for our very first Q and A video. So if you I'm have a, any cues you want, aid. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a little thing up on the Patreon with a, an email address that you can send those to, which I'm not going to say on the podcast because it's just for the Patreon backers. But for a dollar, you can ask us a question, and yeah. we, are legal, we are legally obliged to answer we it, do have no to matter answer. how personal it is. We have to answer truthfully. Is that really what we're going to do? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I can't. That means people can ask me my true name, and I could be banished to the nth space. Yeah. I can't. This is the risk you assumed when you started a podcast with me. We we have been tap dancing around been, this movie. Yeah, kind of dicking around. What does this say about how we feel about the movie? We're I about don't to know. We don't know anything about it. You are setting the pace for this episode because I know zero things. I, 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 I and it, maybe it was a mistake to put you in charge. Yeah, I, 
Owning, having owned Action Man's, Action Men? Action... Actions Men. Actions Man, yes. Is not the same, like, I'm not familiar with the lore. Like, oh, okay. How, I mean, how much Barbie lore are you familiar with outside of the, the Barbie cinematic I universe? know her, her name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Yes. And she has a million sisters. Her parents are Catholic. <laughs> the uh, Catholic rabbits. Yes. I... I have so little memory of the law of Action Man. I don't even know, like, the law, like, I am the law. Like, no, like, the history, the myth, the mythos. No, the, I know. I canon. use context clues to understand your accent. Okay, good. Um, I I don't know, like, is his, is his legal name Action Man? Yeah. Is, okay, cool. Well, that's it then. All right, cool. I guess we're ready to watch his, the movie. His middle name is Andrew. Action Andrew Man. Uh-uh. Um. <laughs> it's what um, his backpack says from yeah anytime he gets LLB. a high score on a pinball machine uh, um. <laughs> it's a sound that Homer Simpson makes when he eats a donut uh, um yeah action man boy howdy yeah we don't I'm sorry that this is what's happening I will say this and I'm sh- again this is sure, I'm sure something I've said on the podcast before action man is what the big G.I. Joe's were mm-hmm. called in the UK yeah. we didn't get the little ones until after the cartoon made it into the UK and then the little ones started to sell over there I had some of the little G.I. Joe's are they the same are they the same brand uh no or are they just comparable the the little one the the little ones are just they were just branded the little, G.I. Joe's. what Joe. you would consider like an action figure whereas Action Man is it's an eleven inch doll like yeah. a Barbie, but a yeah, man. he's Barbie scale, yeah, yeah. Which my sister did borrow Action Man a lot for, like for her for for like lurid, to help her understand some lo- things. That love she triangles was between Barbie Ken and Action Man. I never made my dolls have sex. I feel like I like I miss out somehow. I it never occurred to me to do that. I remember because I did. I used to play with my sister's Barbies. And I remember thinking, I could do this thing. And I remember stripping them down and thinking, oh yeah, they don't have any parts. And that was it. And I was you were like, disappointed. That was it. Well, it wasn't no. disappointment. It was it was the realization of, oh yeah, they can't do that. And so they just didn't. It never, ever occurred to me. I would like play with my like my little ponies and be like, you're all going to the glue factory. <laughs> so like, it still got dark, but I didn't get like sexual. I, I did play with Action Man and one of my sister's Barbie's became kind of like the traveling companions of the Buzz Lightyear action figure that I had for a while. And they were basically, they were on a journey with Buzz Lightyear and then the earth was destroyed. Ah! So they were kind of... So you're acting out all your British sci-fi fantasies. Yeah, pretty much. It was very, very hitch. It was like a dark hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. <laughs> I don't know if Buzz Lightyear is going to show up in this film. The, okay, so I'm remembering two things. Firstly, the first action man I had had like realistic hair. I'm doing big air quotes over the word realistic. Like it has like a felty kind of mm-hmm. fuzzy texture yeah. to it. The second one did not have the felt hair, but it did have the eagle eyes where you had the switch on the back. You oh, could do... and the eyes go back and forth. Yeah. It came with a bunch of these little plastic grenades and his hand was like cupped like this. You could cover boob. Yeah, you could cover boob. But what you would do is you'd pull his his arm back so it was past his head, and you'd put a grenade in the hand. Oh, could you like launch it? And then you'd let go, and he'd lob it. And I lost. It came with five grenades. I lost four of them inside of about half an hour of opening <laughs> the package. I don't remember how I acquired Doctor X. I do know the previous occupant had lost his shirt. So he just had an exposed organs. Yeah, glowing organs. But he was very articulate. Well, he's a doctor. Yeah. He has his doctorate. (laughs) 
Should we just go and watch this? Yeah, let's go. We've movie. dicked around enough. It's time to go. The film is called Action Man X Force the Movie. You can find it by searching for it on YouTube if you will be watching with us. If you're not watching with us, I'm sure that that's probably for the best, given our track record <laughs> of these things. So we're going to go away and watch the movie. We will be back after these probably quite old commercial messages. Action Man! New Action Force! The evil Dr. X is rebuilt! Better than ever, but with my mighty ape, Congo, and his awesome gorilla howl, he'll smash him into pieces again. Action Man, the greatest hero of them all! Pull yourself together, Hex. Action Man Congo mission and Dr. Hex. We're back, and we didn't watch the movie we said we were going to watch. Oops. We wanted to watch Action Man X Mission the We movie. gave it our best effort. The only copies we could find on YouTube were in French, Italian, or Spanish. Spanish. Or Turkish. There was a Turkish there one, yeah. There was a Turkish one. We didn't watch it. Yeah, which is frustrating because I do remember when I was researching this, we did find... An English version. An English version. But it works. It actually works out for the better because it turns out Action Man X Mission the movie is the second entry in a trilogy <sighs> in which the first movie... Action Man Robot Attack. Spelled A-T-A-K. Attack. Yes. A 44-minute magnum opus opens this trilogy. And that's what we watched. And we shouldn't have. Yeah. As is often the case. Yeah, this is... The, it really made me kind of rethink the whole comedy movie podcast thing mm -hmm. that we're doing. Because at a certain point, all we're doing is kind of... It's like we shoot ourselves in the foot and we go, why do we do this? And we talk about the wound and then we do it again a week later. It's like, it's like we've got a gun and we're like, dance for me. And then we're shooting <laughs> we shoot our, our own, own feet. feet. Yeah. Um, it's, it's rough. And it has, it's really kind of... Do you feel worn down? I feel... I think defeated mm. is the word. This was a bad film. It was pretty terrible. The... I, listen, any comment I've ever made about the animation in any of the Barbie movies, I apologize yes, and I rescind you. with love. Because the animation in this movie, which came out in 2004, so after Monsters, Monsters Inc., Inc. Finding, Finding Nemo, Nemo, Bugs Life, all of that stuff, the animation in this movie can perhaps generously be described as stinky garbage. Yeah. it's It oscillates wildly between quite bad... And extremely If terrible. you had told me this had been animated in, like, 95, 96, I would have believed you. Like, yeah. that's the level of quality that you can expect. Yeah. It's bad. It's got that kind of Barbie movie, quote-unquote, problem of using mocap in some places, but then not, also yeah. really kind of bad, rigid movements mm -hmm. in other places. Except... I think the benefit of this movie is it's kind of given me a renewed appreciation for the Barbie oh. movies as as a, a, a not just as a franchise but as a genre, because this movie did not have a discernible story. No, the, even the worst Barbie movie, even something like Barbie and the Rockers, had a more trackable narrative. It had a through line of yeah, some sort. Yeah, there's A to B to C. Whereas in this this movie, they go to great lengths to set up something. Like, here's our, here's our limitation. Here's, our, here's the obstacle we have to overcome. And then later, it's like that obstacle didn't even fucking matter. 
So I think the plot of this movie is so basic, we can probably get through it relatively quickly before the we. The plot kind of this movie is basically a pumpkin spice latte. That's it's, how basic it is. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's it's pretty Budweiser. It's it's a, it's a Bud Light movie. <laughs> Um, it opens with a research scientist doing test tube things with the test tubes, <laughs> and then a, a Ghana motorbike breaks in, and it's Action Man. I think that's a bold move for the first movie in the trilogy to have an evil Action Man, um, but evil Action Man kidnaps this scientist, and then as they're flying away, he takes off the mask, and he's someone called No Face. No Face. No Face is like if Two Face had all of his face obliterated by acid, or I think it was like a nuclear bomb or something. In the, Hence yeah. the clever name. The canon of, of Action Man, But he's yeah. got the Invisible Man kind of bandages on. We yeah. We don't see his, his, the absence of his face until the end. He has no lips. No, so how does he kiss Dr. X? It's a mystery. <laughs> it's, cl- yeah. I, they're definitely together. It's, it, this, is the, this is the thing, like, the re- he's a minion of Dr. X, and later on in the movie, after he's resurrected, because Dr. X is dead at the beginning of this movie, when he brings Dr. X back as a robot, No Face's whole thing is, so are you going to, like, make, make a, a, a face? face now? And firstly, you had a face at the beginning of the movie. It was Action Man's, but you had a face. Secondly... Maybe Dr. X kind of is he's into the whole like the exposed muscle and yeah. raw tissue. We look. don't know. We'll never know. He's kind of an icky dude, so it wouldn't surprise me. This gets reported by the radio news, and the radio news is like, well, ordinarily, you know, this research scientist has been kidnapped. Ordinarily, this would be a job for Action Man. Only Action Man's the one who did the kidnapping, he's turned outlaw. It is the words. So now we hear sirens as they approach the the like uh, like the dojo or the training room where we've got Action Man, we've got Big Chief. Was that his name? No, it's, he's Red Wolf. Red Wolf. Interestingly enough, he only wears blue. The entire <laughs> film. And the character who does wear red is Flint, the Flint. Australian. He's an Australian. That's but yeah, terrible. That's Sorry, Billy. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to do the accent. Do it. Just say good day, mate, but with the accent. Do it. Do it. Come on. (laughs) Nah. 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 (laughs) We're very. We'll send you another postcard. I'm really sorry, Billy. You made me do it. Um. But yeah. By the way, Flint, you discovered something interesting about the casting. Oh yeah, Flint uh, is voiced by the Australian guy who plays the Australian guy in House. So the blonde one. That's how you know he's authentic. Yeah, he's actually Australian. Yeah, you had made a comment about how at this point in history there was only the one Australian actor to go around. So yeah, this film predates in the invention of the the Hemsworth line of uh, of human uh, human. The Hemsworth androids. dynasty. Yes, uh, which is a show I would watch. But yeah, they they are on now. On the, the action man and his action force are on the run from the law. So they the law, not the lore. The law. Just want to be clear. You're making me super self-conscious <laughs> about how I pronounce the word law. You laugh like a like a manic gopher. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. What? I won't say anything about your pronunciation. Why are yet? you allowed to make fun of the way I say the word law, but I'm not allowed to make fun of the way you laugh? Because I can't control the way I laugh. I can't control the way I say law. Try. Lar. <laughs> you just said lar. Lar. You didn't say lore. Lar. Good job. Okay. <laughs> so they need equipment, 
and they don't have any equipment. So they try have to break into Action Man's compound. To their own... Is this not where they were? I... We don't know. And we'll never know. Nothing makes sense. So they break into the compound... There's only one guard at this entire compound, although that is contradicted as they're breaking out again. Maybe he reproduces asexually. Yeah. He's like a budding guard. <laughs> <laughs> the budding guard. That is a, a historical biopic about some, like, <laughs> 7th century region or something, and you know Kira Knightley's in it. Yeah. So they go in, they break into this garage where there is a truck... There is a sports car that's never that does not get seen again. No, we see the sports car. Not yeah. much though. We, we see it on the bridge. We focus a lot on the truck. The truck is the the truck is the our strong female protagonist. Yes. The voice of the truck that we hear exactly twice is the only female character in this entire film. The only woman in this entire feature film. So I felt great about that. Yes, it's really good. This film... Representation. This film passes the truck tru- test. The truck test. <laughs> Jesus. You're gonna have one truck voiced by a woman. That has a conversation with another vehicle. <laughs> about something other than exhaust manifolds. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a motorbike. There is a motorbike. That's what so actually... So they each get their yeah. own vehicle. And then they bust out of the base. And those are the only resources they have up until the point where they need other resources yeah, and miraculously have, they have don't them. Eat. Foods I mean, for we losers. No, they don't eat because they're made well, of plastic. There it's is the, apparently there's an extended cut on Blu-ray where they stop at like an In-N-Out on the way. The only In-N-Out in England. Yeah, the one In-N-Out. You know, there are six Taco Bells in the UK, and three of them are in the same town. I know now. So, back at the the base. A base, I guess. Someone's. Where did they go? It's a. It's it's a different base. It's it's it's. How many bases do they have? It's no faces base. Oh, no it's the no base. base. No f- face. Face of base. And it's on an island shaped like a giant X. So it's actually Doctor X's base. Did he make the island to match him, or did he did he go like shopping for islands and he's like, I need one that's shaped like an X. You know, that's a good question. I feel like that's something that is elaborated on in the uh, sequel movies because they have more flashbacks. I have no idea. I'm making stuff up. So No-Face takes this scientist and he's like, you're going to experiment on this gorilla. It's never made very clear what the experiments are. Mind control gas. Yes, you're right. Mind control gas. Sorry, I did space on most of that. Um, For some reason. But No-Face, meanwhile, is using his advanced knowledge of robotics to rebuild... His husband. His husband, Dr. X. Which involves taking a severed head and putting it on a robot, and then the head wakes up and smashes its way out of the glass canister. If No-Face can build a robot body for his husband, I feel like he could build himself a face. He can sort out his own, because that's the thing, once Dr. X is like, I'm back, I'm a robot, like, no face is immediate, he goes, no face goes from being a real, like, badass type character to being like, it's like, well, now my dom has arrived, I'm I'm definitely in subspace now. (laughs) And it's it's kind of like I guess he's a switch. Like, this groveling, like, not to, not to, you know, impose, but maybe, could you maybe give me a a face, please? please? And Dr. X is like, well, that can wait because we're going to take it around to it later. Because you know that gas you're working on? That's my plan. So, yeah. Also, thanks for the robot army. So, Action Man and his Action Force are by some orange rocks. His two buds. Uh, That's the Action Force. Him and his his mates. Formulating a plan of attack. And the plan of attack is they're going to skydive out of the plane. Where did the plane come from? 
Um, we don't know. And we will. You no. Um, on to Professor... Uh, I keep saying Professor X. On to Dr. X's island. We've established that yeah. Dr. X is Professor X after he's gotten his yeah. doctorate. So... Whatever. I, don't want, I wonder what his dissertation was on. B- b- blood. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I try to set you up for these fun bits. Do you want to have a go? I wonder no, what, I wonder. I wonder what... <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what his dissertation was on. Um, probably some, like, homoerotic subtext <laughs> in some piece of media. And also blood. And also blood. Yeah. So they skydive out of the plane. You know, the plane they've had that this whole time. That plane they've had. The plane is probably a woman, and there's a deleted scene where the truck and the plane are having a conversation. If it's on the DVD, does that pass the truck door test? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. So they, they're dropping. The rate of acceleration is much, much faster than... The rate of acceleration that's showing up on their um, monitors, I guess. They have like a wrist Like they have like or... a wrist thing that's telling them how fast they're dropping. It would kill you. You would black out from the Gs. Yeah, it's super duper fast. It hits 5,000 and stops. And in the time it hits stops to them hitting the button to activate their parachutes, they would have just hit the ground and, I guess, dust. They would have just been be turned to ash. And that would be the end of the movie. But that's less interesting for the, the, the young children watching this film. So they activate their parachutes. They parachute down safely. The truck parachutes down safely. It doesn't have another line of dialogue. Not yet. I also want to stress, we do not know at this point in the movie how they found How they found... I guess they just island. went to where they knew he used to be. Like, or maybe he had an old base and they found his forwarding address. <laughs> and they were like... I'm here with your Valpac envelope. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> Someone left like an Amazon package outside the old address. And look, I've got his forwarding address. Could you guys take this over to... Yeah, sure. No worries. It's yeah. a subscription box. And yeah. It's just got some cat food in there. And... Yeah. <sighs> Action Force arrives on the island with it's the truck. It's weirdly... This island looks like it's a national park in Utah. <laughs> it's just like red rocks everywhere. Yeah. They free climb up a wall. It's shot, it's framed like, oh no, when is the, when are they going to fall? Like, when is someone going to There's so many, like, lingering shots of hands and feet on rocks. And we were both convinced, like, something was going to give way and someone was going to fall and be this false moment of tension as, like... In the way that is normal to do in a movie when someone's climbing something. Yeah, the fact that they, I'm I'm disappointed that they didn't do it. especially that was so easy. Yeah. Like, you get a little bit of free tension. It's a kid's movie. No one cares. The kids aren't going to see it coming. They haven't been around long enough <laughs> they haven't, to know. They don't know what a cliche is yet. You're fine. Do it. Lean into it. You know, rip off that Mission Impossible 2 moment. But they don't. They climb to the top. They, nothing happens. They, they blow just up climb. a grate. They just spend a really long time. There's a grill or a gate. Bars. A grate? It's pretty great. Um, and the Australian one, whose name I've... Flint. Flint, thank you very much. With a Y, very important. Um, that's what it said in the end credits. Just blows it up, not giving anyone any ample time to kind of escape. <sighs> this movie is tiring. It's it's exhausting, but we we just need to get through the narrative and then we can shred it. And then we can, yeah. Okay, okay. So We're so close. They're going through the tunnels. They see some robots. They hide in a grate on the ground. Lots of grates in this movie. So many grates. They Too pop out grates. again. The rest of this movie is basically they s- Dr. X launches his missiles. Yeah. They get in a fight with Dr. X. Well, Action Man specifically gets... It's just, they, they've left the building. They've left the base. And then Action Man says, I'll deal with Dr. X. And, and then the next back. shot is... 
They don't even go back. The next shot is just him in the base kicking the shit out of Doctor X. Maybe he, maybe he's such a good actor that he can face through. He he he, he took classes from Sir yeah. Jacoby. Yeah, exactly. So Action Man beats the shit out of Doctor X. Yeah. Flint reverses. There's like the rockets launching. Flint, Flint Vic does a thing. Jesus Christ. He reverses the course of the this rockets. This is hurting me. Like, I feel it in my body. They're coming back to the base. The rockets are coming back to the base. Oh, yeah. He turns them around in the air. Basically, Ac- Flint does. Action Man and Action Force make a quick getaway. And Dr. X and No-Face watch the rockets turn around and aim for them. And they share a passionate kiss. They share a deep and passionate kiss. <laughs> No-Face just says, I guess that's a no on the new on face. face then. Wah. And then they get blown up. And they make out. And yeah. And then there's a fun shot of Action Force and the scientist and the gorilla. Oh yeah, they save the gorilla. Yay! Action Force does a pose. The gorilla mimics the pose as if to imply the gorilla is now part of Action Force, which I approve of. And Kong- the- Congo is the name of the gorilla? Yeah. They drive off into the sunset or fly off into... They drive... They're on an island. They're, they're on, on an like, island, but they drive They just away, drive like, away. <laughs> I guess maybe it's an um, amphibious vehicle. Yeah. They just kind of drive into the ocean. Well, there's no ocean. It's just dirt forever. I think they will. Really, willed... really big island, Benjamin. This... Maybe they're in Australia. They're in Australia. Is what happened? They got they got caught in the explosion. The vehicle flipped <laughs> into the air and then landed in, in Australia. Australia. So they're driving to Flint's parents' house. Yeah. Or Kylie Minogue's house because she lives in Australia. I guess. Yeah. Or Billy's house. Or Billy's house. Hey, Billy, you've got visitors coming. I hope coming. you're enjoying our Australia yes. episode. Yeah. We're <laughs> we're listing all the things we know about Australia. Good day, mate. That sounds like a command. <laughs> mate. Now you must mate. Now you will mate for me. Okay. I'm not going to watch. I'll be in the next room. I just like knowing it's happening, you know. Um, and then there's a shot of Dr. X and No Face emerging from the rubble. Post coitus. Glowing. Dr. X is like super bummed that none of his plans ever come to fruition. And then he says, Ooh, I've just thought of a brilliant plan for world domination that will definitely work. Spoiler alert, it will not. Roll credits. We did it. Yay. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Um, this was hell. This was, this it was, was really rough. 44 minutes of... Squirming. Me wanting to just snap my own neck in do such you, a... Do you want to take your head off Dr. X style and put it somewhere else for the duration? It... Yeah, I... You don't want any sensory input from this movie. I why you know how at the end of if you're a bird at the end of the day like the owner like puts a cloth or a towel over the bird yeah. cage and then the bird just sleeps like do that for me before this With film. With your mind. And you know the dumb thing is we watched this on YouTube. The comments were like, "Hey, I remember watching this when I was a kid. This was my favorite movie." No. It was not your favorite movie if you No, you're mistaken. Something is wrong with you if this is your Something favorite is wrong movie. With you. It was just I want to talk for a little bit about the vehicles because when they found the vehicles, there was what feels like 90 full seconds of like vanity shots, like slow panning, like Gran Turismo 3, like camera slowly yeah. rotating around the vehicle. So we got really good looks at them. So we knew what to look for when we go to like Toys R Us to buy yeah. these particular, you know, models. My memory also is that even though there were other members of X-Force in this movie, I don't remember ever seeing toys of other X-Force members. No one besides Action Man. Or Action Force members, yeah. It was just, it was Action Man. There was definitely Action Man. There was definitely Dr. X. I have have a vague memory of a No-Face toy, but I do not remember... Our butts, Flint and Red Wolf. 
Flint and Red Wolf, Red Wolf the Blue, no toys of them, as far as I can recall. Do you think maybe whoever designed Red Wolf was red, blue, colorblind, and no one said anything until it was too late because they didn't want to call out? You mean like how in Star Trek the Animated Series the Klingons all wore, wore like purple and pink because the creative director of the show could not see shades of grey? Oh. Like he, he saw pinks as greys. So there's a lot of pink I did not know that, and that's in amazing. Star Trek the Animated Series. I imagine if you are a Klingon, I imagine for them culturally, like pink would be a very aggressive color because yeah. to them it's the color of blood. Yeah. But I don't know that that was the case when they animated the show. I'm just trying to help out our good <laughs> No, you make some good points. Um, this movie, this movie is toyetic by nature, by by virtue of the fact that it has characters from a toy range, and definitely is trying to sell us on. Like, I know they made a toy of that version of Doctor X, and I know that there was a toy of No Face. And definitely the vehicles. And definitely the vehicles. This movie is toyetic on those grounds. It is an abomination on every other. Like this is. This is sub Furby Island mm. animation. I think the animation of is it. It's on it's par on at par, the very least. I, th- I think it might be it's, worse. It's, it's level with. I would say that it's about the same as Furby it's, Island. It's weirdly inconsistent because there were some shots where, like, I mean, the facial animation was never great. Like the lips moving, like, really, really yeah. kind of worries. In the same way that Furby Island looked like it, the lip movements were animated by perhaps non-native English speakers yeah. who were just doing their best. Yeah, I would say that the lip movement in Furby Island, there wasn't enough lip movement. In this, there was too much, too lip much movement. movement. Too much movement. Too much, like... Ah. Yeah, like how like a first-year animation student like animates every yeah. motion of the mouth instead of like flowing from one shape yeah. to the next shape to the next shape. There were moments in this movie where there'd, there'd be a shot of a character's face... And the skin texture would be really good, and the way that the light hit, hit it would be really impressive, like... Xbox 360 game impressive in places. Not often, but in a couple of places. And then there are other shots where everyone looked like they were like beefy muscular versions of Donald Trump. They were just like orange with yeah. with like One of the characters had hair. freckles. There was like, a tremendous amount of detail on some of the skin like, textures. Why? why? Why would you put so much care into this? Why would anyone put any care Someone... in Nobody cared about this entire no film. No one felt any love towards this film. This is this this was a paycheck movie for I'm gonna say ninety-nine percent of the people who worked on it. There's maybe one person who is who can look back on this movie and think, you know what? I think we did a pretty good <laughs> job. I'm really proud of what we accomplished working on Action Man Robot Attack. <laughs> And that person is Jesse Spencer. Jesse Spencer. This is the highlight of his career. Yes. He's he's never been happier. He's like, House was, that was okay. <laughs> House Where is okay. Where I really shined was... But I, I got to be a slightly stupid, stereotypical Australian surfer <laughs> dude who's a member of a crime-fighting trio. And that's... A, that's, that's my dream. That's every, Isn't that all of our dreams? Yeah. I can never play an Australian. Me neither. Um, As made evident. Yeah. <laughs> Strength. What is that? Struth and blimey, which is also used in the UK, but as like an uh, expression of like shock. Oh. In the way that Americans say, um. What do Americans say, Benjamin? Shit, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but in England, we would say blimey or bloody hell. And in Australia, they'd say Struth or blimey or bloody hell. Oh. What Str- do we say here? God damn! God, God damn! <laughs> Gosh darn it! Gosh dingily! That burn it! <laughs> what? Who? That burn it! That 
Barnet? Dead, dead burn. Dead burn? Dead burn. Isn't that that HBO <laughs> show about cowboys? <laughs> dead burn. It's dad burn. Dad burn. Dead burn. Dad burn. Like is... when you set your father on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that. That's what you exclaim yes. in that instance. <laughs> dead burn. Dead burn. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Dad burn. <laughs> <laughs> or if you really don't like your father and you set him on fire, <laughs> you can scream at him, Dad Burn. Before it's you. It's a command. Yeah, and then he spontaneously combusts. <laughs> it's not spontaneous because you kind of... Yeah, the him. only reason you're not bursting into flames right now is because you're not my father. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an, ev- like an evocation. It's like a... Uh, uh, Dad Burn is a level two evocation spell. <laughs> You need a pocket of, you need like a small satchel of sand, uh, and you need to a be able to- A piece of brimstone. And you need, the, you need uh, 30 seconds of concentration. <laughs> um, it is not a cantrip, unfortunately, but it does do 8d6 fire damage. Wow, for a level two spell? It's pretty, I mean, you. Only, this is the thing is you can only really, because you have to concentrate for 30 seconds, it's not a lot, but, oh. but it does a, a pretty good wedge of damage. So now you've learned a piece of American slang, please go and use it in your daily yeah. lives. Uh, don't say it to- your father, I can't be held accountable for anything that might. We happen. are not responsible for any uh, combustible Pater- paternal units yes. that are set on fire. Yeah, and I feel like that really—that's a disclaimer that should be at the front of every podcast. <laughs> if your parents catch fire, don't blame us. Man, this film was bad. Sometimes you watch it bad. I watched this movie expecting like this is going to be like Furby Island bad, and we'd have talk. We don't to talk about there would be. I think we used up a lot of it during the film because we had to cope somehow. It was, so there it was became, a lot of screaming. Yeah, a lot of it was laughing at the visuals, like the ineptitude. Yes, um, exhibited in the oh, animation. So much bad. And the there was that design. one moment when they the when they when they're leaving the uh, uh, Doctor X's base. And you pointed this out. You made me rewind oh, yeah. so that we could watch it. Where they get into the jeep and drive down the tunnel. The, the tunnel, but they drive over the texture, the, like, like the... a flat texture that's like it's like a matte painting of the. Rocks. You know how sometimes those sidewalk chalk artists yeah. will do like the, the <laughs> illusion where it's like, oh, you're gonna fall in this hole. Just kidding, it's flat. It's like they drive on top of that. Yeah, this film felt like a Doom Two mod. Like, someone had made their own level pack for Doom 2, but they were loading it in one of those custom engines that lets you use full 3D models. And then we had to watch that. Yeah. And it's bad. I'm so, I, anything, I've, I feel really, anytime I've said something bad about Mainframe and their work on the Barbie movies now, I... Do you take that back? Do I, don't, I don't rescind all of it. I rescind some of it, but I do feel I owe them an apology because I've seen how bad it can be. Mm. You know, and this this is Hasbro. Like Action Man is a Hasbro property, and Hasbro have poured seventeen dollars. Hasbro has broken my heart with this film. I want to say my heart was probably broken, maybe sometime before episode ten. Like, there's nothing left to break. It's it's powder and ash at this point. It is hard to watch this movie and feel like anybody would willingly put themselves through this again regardless of age because there's just no like watch the film again yeah like are you gonna watch this again no definitely not I'd almost certainly not like there have been films that we've watched that we've both like I, I've definitely watched the Lego movie since we've recorded mm-hmm. that episode 
I would watch Fer- the F- Furby Island with people. Um, with people. Like, you can go do that. Because the way that you get people over to watch The Room, like, I would get people over to watch Furby, Furby Island, Island so we can all roast it. And scream. I wouldn't do that with this movie because it's just incomprehensible. There's so much stuff that is set up in Act 1 that is not only not paid off in Acts 2 and 3, it's just ignored. I feel like, you know, maybe this is a stretch, but you know the, like, Lincoln-Kennedy... How many similarities there are. Mm. There's a lot of weird similarities between Action Man and Furby Island. They both have like... An island. An island. (laughs) They both have terrible animation and terrible lip syncing. And they both have weird Australian things happening. And they were both... I don't know if they were done in the same year. Because Furby Island was 2005, right? This was 2004. They were done around the same time. Furby Island. But yeah, they probably would have been some overlap in production. And that also was a Hasbro... Movie. Yeah, and they both hurt us deeply. Yeah, Hasbro has done some damage to us, and specifically. we we've definitely suffered psychic damage mostly, like <laughs> physically. Um, hopefully, Molly's editing it out, but I'm coughing a lot today. I'm just getting over like a throat infection. I wasn't coughing so much before the movie. I definitely feel like bits of this movie this have got a lot of in my your immune system. Oh, and I, yeah, and I already have a pretty bad immune system <laughs> because of the fibromyalgia. This film has made it. 18 times worse. I might die today. I'm not going to throw it. I'm not I mean, gonna we lie. all might die um, today. If I die... Okay. This is a legally binding list of final wishes. If I die, two things. Firstly, my friend Mike gets my Doctor Who DVDs and okay, my Blu-ray noted. player. Mike, get ready. Uh, Clear y- some space on your shelves. You, Molly, can help yourself to any... and All of the animated movies are down there. You can help yourself to any oh, of those thank that you, you want. This is not a fun bit. This is just me saying no, who gets I things when I die. No, I'm really sad. No, I thought I was. I thought I had something funny, and no, it's kind of how I felt about this movie. I thought it was going to be we would derive entertainment from something awful, and it turns out the only thing we derived from this movie is misery. It's just it's a shame because we've watched a lot of not just for the podcast. We have watched a lot of really good movies lately. Obviously, we did the Lego Batman movie. Um, for Halloween, we sat down and watched What We Do in the Shadows. Which I had never seen before and I really liked it. Yeah, it's a really good film. I do have to ask you, because obviously I know that you have issues with like blood and, and gore and stuff. And there's some, there's not a lot of gore in the movie, but certainly there is some... A, a large volume of blood. How did, you, how did you feel about that? I just cover my eyes when the blood happens and then I'm fine. Yeah. But you still got to enjoy the joke. Yeah. Yeah. And then we watched a bad movie, which is this one. Which is this. I feel like... Hasbro has taken so much from us. Like, it's hurt us really deeply. And I I don't know whether to be angry or to, like, reach out to Hasbro and be like, do you want to talk about something? Like, the only reason that you would be hurting us is because, like, maybe someone hurt you. Do you want to talk about it? I can recommend a therapist. Well, the thing you have to remember is this film came out 14 years ago. Have we watched anything more recent that is of Hasbro? Other, Transformers I mean, is Hasbro, right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh no! Mm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they don't have a oh, battleship as well. Oh no! They don't. I think. Yeah. See, Hasbro's hurting. Hasbro. Let's. Okay. Is hurting in the transitive and intransitive sense. Yes. So let's break this down. What do what has led Hasbro to lash out at the viewing public in this manner? What do you think has happened to them? Um, maybe when they were younger, their parents got divorced and it was like a really ugly split and they uh, promised they would never sing of love if it did not exist. You know what it was? Hasbro's parents got divorced. Mum said, hey, look, just because, you know, just because we're separating doesn't mean that 
mummy and daddy Hasbro don't love you anymore. We st- we st- we still there. We're still there for you, and I want you to know it's not your fault. And daddy Hasbro's like, man, fucking everything went downhill when you were born. This you ruined this. You ruined this. You changed the dynamic. I hate you. This is your fault. And then daddy Hasbro left, and to, so to moved to another country. Immigrated. Yes. So. In many ways, I feel like the dynamic shift Do you there. think Daddy Hasbro moved to Australia and that's why Hasbro hates Australia so much? I think Daddy Hasbro moved to an X-shaped island and got a mohawk <laughs> and married a guy with no face. And that is... That's why they got divorced. Yeah. Daddy Hasbro learned some things about himself. Yeah. But still also resents Hasbro. So Hasbro is acting out its frustrations through a series of aggressively bad movies. <laughs> now... Each of them holds a piece of the puzzle of Hasbro's yeah. childhood trauma. I mean, again, Battleship, a big portion of Battleship takes place on an island. Yeah. And Fermi Island, Hasbro hates... <laughs> I- okay, we're putting it. it together. Okay. We're putting it together. Hasbro hates islands. Islands. And Has- Australia. Hasbro's dad left for an Australian man and then went to live on an island. Australia's an island. Not necessarily Australia. Don't be... Prejudiced. Tasmania. There we go. And that's clearly the root of the problem. Yeah. That's really it. Like, we've solved this. Do we need to write a letter to Hasbro? Or, I mean, Hasbro, don't they have an office, like, in Burbank or something? They, they have an office, like, I want to say 10 to 15 minutes away from We can them. go drive right, down yeah. there. We'll drive over to Hasbro. And be like, and we'll... excuse me, can we speak to Hasbro, please? <laughs> it's very important. We just want to give Hasbro a hug. <laughs> don't they have an office on the at the Universal Studios lot? I know they have one nearby. Yeah, either at the Warner Brothers lot. I know or the, of people the... who work there. Yeah, it's a it's at Universal because you drive past it on the the studio. Okay, tour. so we're gonna go. That's like a couple minutes away from us. We're gonna pause the recording. And we're going to go talk to Hasbro and see if we can work through some of this. We'll be right back after this incredibly fake commercial message. (laughs) Pachoo-poo, action man. Pooh, I've got a gun. Available in green now. Bang, bang, boom. Hey, we're back. Hasbro uh, kicked us out uh, because he said I sounded Australian. And (laughs) I said I don't sound Australian. And he said, well, then what's with the accent? And I said... I'm English, and he said that's just as bad, and kicked me in the face. Oh, yeah, that was. It was. You've got like a stake over one eye right yeah, now. Yeah, it's 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 pretty rough. Uh, we're actually recording in the back of an ambulance right now, <laughs> um, which I think was. Pretty... We, were, we asked them to turn off the siren because this was. Yeah, they've turned the siren off. It's a non-emergency ambulance. <laughs> It's one of those green ones. Are they green? I don't know. I don't know. Ambulances, every ambulance is run by a different private yeah. company because we're in America. Yeah. Anyway, this ride is costing me $47,000. <laughs> um, so, so if you now want to support the... us on Patreon. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, what did we learn? I think we learned that uh, it's unsafe to have an accent in America. Yes, that's very we true. We knew that already. Yes. Outside of the bit, what has this film taught us about toyetic cinema? <sighs> This is clearly a movie that God's not real. Like I don't. <laughs> I can't believe that someone would have allowed this to happen. Who could have stopped it? Nobody. This is the thing. This movie was not made to get people to buy the toy. This movie was made for grandmothers to give their grandchildren who already liked Action mm-hmm. Man. The re- I think the reason why the plot does not is not cohesive 
is it's not designed to be sat you're not supposed to sit down and watch this this is what's on in the background while yeah. you're playing with this your is, action man this is an elaborate screensaver yeah whereas the Barbie movies to their credit finally something I can credit them with Yay! are designed to be consumed the action man movie is not designed to be consumed it's it's noise it's the ambient soundtrack you that you have on in the background mm-hmm. while you are mashing your Dr. X and Action Man action figures together. (laughs) While No-Face looks on in horror. (laughs) How will we resolve this? Can we talk about No-Face's voice? Because what was that? Um, some vaguely sinister European accent. But it also, like, the accent wandered a lot. It wandered a lot. It wandered all over the continent. I didn't make many notes for this movie. God knows I tried. But, like, actually, firstly... Action Man's real name is Action Man. Like, everyone yeah, calls him Action that's Man. that's what I said. Action Andrew yeah. Man. I, I, my, I made four notes, and two of them are about how bad the voice acting is. Like, no one... Like, Action Man doesn't sound like I expected Action Man to sound like. No. Action Man sounded like the voiceover you get on, like, kitchen cleaner commercials. Mm. I, I expected him to tell me about how, like, the, the you know, kills 99% of all germs yeah. dead or something. And instead, he was going on about, like, bike stunts. And how sexy the truck's voice is. I don't yeah. think he actually did that. But. Maybe he jerked off while the truck said some stuff to him. That's in the deleted scenes yes, on the DVD. Also, yes. It's very raunchy. Um, so I, I don't know that we can squeeze any more blood out of this particular stone. No. They say you can't squeeze blood out of a stone. You can squeeze a stone and blood will emerge, but, but it will be your it will be your blood. own. Yeah. <laughs> um and I think I've looked at as much blood as I'm prepared to look at. So Action Man Robot Attack, which is not the movie we said we would watch. Oops. Um, on the Lego emoji scale, which I do think is the most appropriate scale. Yeah. But I also think this is, it's not quite emoji bad, but it is definitely down there. The, the it's purpose... bad in a different way, because yeah. emoji bad was bad because so much time and effort went into making that yeah. mistake. And this, it was obvious that no one cared. Yeah. No one cared. No love went into this. There was more passion that went into the 80s My Little Pony movie yeah. than went into this. They say that the works of Shakespeare, you know, could be written by a million monkeys and a million typewriters. <laughs> this was like a 10-minute five-monkey job. Like, this, was just, <laughs> this was just fart it out, fart out this movie. The only It's going to be bought by grandmothers... The end. Like, that's as far as that got. This is a movie that was not made to, in the typical toyetic sense of, like, selling a product. There's there's definitely some lingering shots of those vehicles. Um, and they make a big deal about Dr. X's new appearance. Mm-hmm. But this is not a movie to get people to buy toys. This is a movie for people who already have yeah. toys in their household. So it's just, you know, it's just things happening. Mm-hmm. It's... It's a screensaver. Yeah. But it's a screensaver that hurts. Yeah, it's a, it's not built for adults. And I, don't, I would I would argue strongly it's not built for children either. It's just it just is. And in that regard, it fails it fails to be what it isn't, but it succeeds to be what it is, which is just noise. Mm-hmm. And on, on that level, like there's no scale for that. Yeah. Because it's just the scale it goes on is the robot attack scale <laughs> of nonsense gibberish. That is not designed to be consumed. It's just there. Yeah. So two out of ten? I don't know. It's on par with Furby Island, I would say. Yeah. So with all that said and done, what are we going to be watching next week? Um, Ninja Turtles. Gonna be getting some of those turts. Turtles. 
More turtles. Kintel, mintel, nintel, tootles. Kintel, No, just tootles, where the toot is at the number two. Yeah. Um, tintel, mintel, nintel, tootles. The secret of the of the ooze. The suitle of the ooze. The suitle. The suitle. The secret of the ooze. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, colon, The Secret of the Ooze. Which yes. sounds like they're making more discoveries about themselves and their bodies. They're teenagers. It's going to yeah, happen. It's not a secret, Yeah, guys. there's no... You, you, just because you, you, like, flip the sheet over, that does not get rid of the, <laughs> of the ooze. You know what I mean? Do, how much do you know about teenal, teentle, meentle, meentle, tootles? Nothing. Nothing? I mean, only what I learned in our previous episode. How, do you, you don't know anything about the second one? No, second I, don't, I don't know anything about the second film. Okay. I know some things and i i feel like i I know i watched this movie relatively recently ish luke who is one of my roommates is a huge ninja ninja turtles fan and uh i think i think this is his favorite ninja turtles oh well i can't wait to learn more about my good buddy luke (laughs) (laughs) gonna learn all about his tastes yeah you get just by if you watch someone's favorite movie I mean, my favorite movie of all time is The Shape of Water, and I feel like that says the wrong things about me. I don't. I still haven't seen it, and I need to see it because I feel like I don't truly really know you yet. <laughs> Had you seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Because that was my favorite movie. Of I all have time. seen it. It was a while okay. ago, though. Yeah. I used. To, I had like the three disc collect three disc collector's oh, edition on DVD. And then they put. I, I got the Blu-ray, and I got rid of my DVD copy. And the Blu-ray just has the movie on it with no special <gasps> features. So Why I've lost all those special that? features. I didn't know. I thought this, there would be special features on Do there. Do you wish you could forget that you did that? Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to do Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze, which I'm sure is streaming somewhere. I have it on Blu-ray, so we'll, we'll be watching it. on that. Is there anything else we want to go over before we do the closing comments? Um, Just to remember to AS your cues. Yeah. On P. Treon. And uh, this episode is dropping on November 6th. So if you are in America... Oh, yeah. Vote, 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 vote. vote for the vote, love of vote, God, vote, vote, vote please. Vote, vote, vote. vote. I... I live in this country. I love this country. It is fucked up, but I love it. And I can't vote. I'm not a citizen. I'm a, I'm a legal resident. I can't vote. So I don't have a say in what goes on in this and country depends politically. depends on us. I'm an immigrant. I am disabled. I am queer. Like, this administration does not like me. It doesn't like me either, but at least I can vote. So if you are listening to this, hopefully this episode drops in the, uh, in the, in the wee hours and you're listening to it in the wee hours, please, please, please go, go out vote. and vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. You have no excuse not to go vote. I don't know that you've probably heard a lot. You've probably, you're probably tired of people harping on about voting and how you should vote. That stops when you voted. Like, you vote and everyone shuts up about it. Yeah, you vote and everyone's like, oh, wow, cool, you did it. And then it never comes up again. And yeah. It's so easy. In fact, if you email us at show at thelifetoyetic.com after you vote, we'll send you an edit of this podcast that doesn't have this section. <laughs> you can do that, right? <laughs> Um, if you if you email us, we'll email you back and be like, cool. This episode is going out after, well, because my gig's tonight at the time of recording. So if you came out to um, the gig that I'm doing at Costa Mesa on Friday night, thank you so much for coming and saying hi, presumably. I don't know that anyone who listens to the podcast has ever been to anything I've done. But it could still happen. It's nice to imagine that someone's going to come up and say, hey, big fan of the podcast. Has anyone said that at all yet? I feel like maybe it packs, actually. <gasps> I can't remember. I have a. I, I was going to say no, but I feel like I have a vague memory of someone saying something at PAX. I'll take it. 
Cool. But we are going to go away for now. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Life Toyetic. If you have enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it, tweet, Facebook, Tumblr, let people know about the show. Podcasts like this, especially small ones like this podcast, survive entirely by word of mouth. We cannot grow if you are not telling people how much you enjoy this show. So do please do that. We're not part of a network. We're not advertising anywhere. So we are entirely dependent upon you telling people how much you enjoy the show. We're a tiny little X-shaped island in the ocean of the internet, and we need you to parachute down to us and send your friends. If you are enjoying the podcast, if you're not already supporting us on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash thelifetoyetic. You get access to almost all the rewards at the $1 level, things like bonus episodes. Um, We're just starting to collect questions for our first Q&A. We're going to start doing live streams. Probably soon. Yeah, I think I, I would like to do like a like a kind of a pre-Christmas live stream where we get a bunch of people together Can't to watch. Get pregnant from pre-Christmas. Yes, yeah. horrible, 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 horrible. You're a bad person. Um, where we would like p- pick a Christmas movie on Netflix. And yes, one of the terrible do ones. Do like a group watch I'm, of that. I would so be down for that because yeah. I love those things. Um, but yeah, um, you get access to all of the bonus content. For as little as $1, $5, you get a seasonal postcard. We sent out the Halloween postcards a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, it's been but... really cool watching people yeah. like send us photos of their cards. And uh, people at the $10 level get a shout out like, at, hey, it's Billy Rose, which I mentioned because she sent us a video of her postcard. Billy's really so cool. But... Billy, this episode is for you. This is just for you. All of the great Australian accents. I know you're going to love them. They're super authentic. And, and yeah, you're going you, you're gonna to dig the lot. So thank you. Just text us to say thank you. Yeah. Um, and then again, at the $100 level, you're Jeremy. I don't feel we need to elaborate on that. That's the whole thing. But yeah, patreon.com slash the life toyetic. If you like the show and you want to support us, we're getting new supporters almost every week. And it's just really nice to see people kind of jumping on board the Patreon. And, and it means a lot to us that people want to support the show and support what we're doing. And, uh, that money goes towards things like renting movies mm-hmm. and mailing out the rewards that you guys are, you know, supposed to be getting. And, gotten uh, them yeah they've all gone out yeah and at some point you know things like you know if we get a high enough monthly amount things like equipment upgrades yeah it would be nice as an example to have two microphones yeah because right now we share one and sometimes yeah. i get spit on i'm very sorry it's okay our theme tune is the toyetic toe tapper by brian melblum very thank you very much brian for very thank you much thank you <laughs> mike brian thank you Melbourne, Melbourne, Frank, thank you. I can't speak. Something has happened to my brain. Action Man has eroded the, <laughs> like, the neural connective tissue between my brain. Do you think that mind control and... gas has seeped in here and the gorilla is controlling your brain? Absolutely. I suspected as much. So thank you to Brian Melbourne for doing our theme. Thank you to you for listening. I'm almost certain. And also thank you for voting, that, which you're definitely going to do. Definitely going to do. Or have definitely already done. We appreciate it. Early. Good on you. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. Okay. Then we are going to call it. Thank you so much for listening to The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I have been Ben. I've been and still am Molly. And The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here. Hasbro's childhood trauma sold separately. I kind of feel like that's included in the package. It actually is included. It's <laughs> integral to everything we watch today. Yes. Hasbro's healthy emotional development <laughs> sold separately. Definitely sold separately. <laughs> Vote, 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 vote for the vote, love of vote, God, vote, vote, vote please. Vote, vote, vote.